0: We've been mentioning our counseling team here at Focus on the Family the past several episodes, and they get all sorts of calls and letters. One of the most common calls they get is from parents of adults and young adults who uh, just—those kids aren't walking with God. And it's a disappointment, and it's hard, and it it almost feels like a personal— Uh, failure on your part. Well, I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Danny Huerta, who heads up our parenting team and used to be part of the counseling team here at Focus. And Danny, when a child isn't walking in the faith like we hoped and dreamed and trained them for, uh, how do we as parents typically respond?
1: Uh, Well, many many times there's a a desperation that is uh, kind of the reaction that I see in parents, sometimes if there's a, a extreme rebelliousness, there's a disconnection and def, a defensiveness that I see in parents, and also shame uh, that parents go to. Uh, but in that desperation, they can go to extremes, like, you know, just never come by our house again, or uh, they, they want to do everything they can to regain love. And so it's, it's to the extremes rather than a balanced approach. And there's just, there, there are strong feelings of powerlessness, helplessness that come in. Again, that shamefulness can be overwhelming, and it really exposes a lot of insecurities that we've got uh, about ourselves, mm-hmm. that we've done something wrong, right? That's kind of the central theme there. I've done something wrong. What is it that I did that was wrong? Yeah. And your child is making decisions based on many influences that have come into their lives, and... It's not just you that has ownership over your child's decisions. Your child has those. Now you can love them, and they need you to show up with that confidence, that love of Christ that you've got, that you're reassured, that in your imperfection, God has grace on you, and he loves you tremendously in that role. Uh, And and your child's going to need you to show up fully Mm -hmm. for them as they struggle through their beliefs in this rebelliousness yeah yeah
0: well let's go ahead and hear from brenda garrison Uh, she was on last time and she's back sharing more about this very thing Uh, she had a daughter and there was a lot of tension there and here's brenda sharing more of her story with focus president jim daly if you were to wind the clock back Mm -hmm. uh, to you and gene getting married katie's on the way Katie's now three, four, five, mm-hmm. seven, eight, nine, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 12, 13, 14. What would you have done differently?
2: That's a good question, because some of what she was going through, I had no clue. I tell a story in the book when Katie is 23, and she gets together with one of her childhood friends. They've been friends since preschool, and they stayed friends all through school. And the friend tells her of this story of when they were in junior high, and a couple of the good christian girls at school took her friend out to the edge of the playground past where the uh, playground supervisors were and told her nobody likes you you have no friends and the little girl was devastated and then katie tells her friend they did the same thing to me Uh. and neither girl spoke of it to anyone katie didn't tell me her friend didn't tell anyone until they were 23 years old and no wonder she would come home in a storm cloud school was tough And so some of the things you don't, as a parent, you don't know what your kids are going through. You don't know what they're dealing with. And you need to show them love and understanding. Yes, they cannot come home and start kicking the dog and and hitting the little brother. That's not allowed. But you can give them time to go in their room and decompress. They don't have to come right home and start talking to you. They may just need some time. Katie shares often in the book, I didn't know what I was feeling. I didn't know how to process what I was feeling. I was just all stirred up. So going back, I think I wish I would have had a clue uh, that Katie was a different personality than mine. And then finding a mentor or an advisor with that personality to help me kind of say, you know what? This is how your daughter's going to deal with this, and this is where she is. Hmm.
0: I think you addressed this in the book, uh, Brenda. Did she feel that she just wasn't safe in sharing some of these emotions with you? I mean, were you just boxing her into behaviors without really understanding her heart then?
2: I think so. I And I think, again, Katie didn't know... You know i I figure things out when i 'm feeling it, I figure it out, and then I talk about it a lot and Katie doesn 't process that way; It takes her a while to figure it out, and then she doesn't want to pr- talk about it a lot and I was always thinking, "Oh, if I could just talk to her, I can ask her questions, I can pull it out of her and that made her want to to withdraw even more. I needed to give mm-hmm. her time to to process things and to come out and to talk to me instead of trying to pull it out of her and and make everything better Mm. because you just can't. They come home, they're upset, and sometimes you just can't make it better in in the first five minutes.
0: Uh, Brenda, I would think that when you look at it too that there can be a lot of guilt in that process at different stages for different reasons and maybe you talk about your daughter Katie uh, being told people don't like her on the playground and she didn't share that. I would think for you, perhaps as a parent, I'm just guessing, mm-hmm. um, did you feel some guilt that you maybe didn't even share with Jean about your relationship with Katie? I mean, did you have your own secret guilt that was mm-hmm. going on?
2: I had a lot of guilt. I Because who did she clash with more than anybody? Me. Because, like I said, Jean and, and she had a better relationship. He was more laid back than I was. And I was, yeah, she would fight with her sisters, but the major storms happened with me. So I carried a lot of guilt into her adult years. And then finally... And then I also, then every decision that she made, it was like, okay, this is because you, m- the mother, have cornered her into a bad decision or haven't loved her well enough or whatever. Mm. And finally, one day, God really made it clear to me, Katie's making this decision on her own. This is not your fault. Right. And that was that was huge for me. I still had a part to play. I still had to build relationship with her and not give her reasons to push me away and, and to be challenged or whatever. But... She was making these decisions on her own. She knew she had choices.
0: I so admire Brenda's transparency, and she really has just put her heart out there for us, uh, Danny. And there are so many I know who are feeling, "I, I totally get it. I must have done something wrong. It's kind of what you said earlier. It's my fault that my child is rebelling. Um, how do we let go of those things? You mentioned it a little Mm -hmm. bit earlier, but go a little deeper on that. Yeah,
1: and I'm thankful for Brenda's transparency because it really brings to the surface what a lot of people struggle with when their children uh, choose to rebel and go into that. one question I usually ask parents when they say, I think it's my fault that my child's rebelling. I'll say, you know, if they were amazing and incredible, would you take credit for that as well? Or is that on their own? And kids get to have their own journey and uh there is sin involved here and sin can blind us so quickly and take us in multiple directions mm-hmm. and that's what's happened in this case and i love jude uh verse 20 all the way to 23. okay so, uh, so jude is this one me. chapter little a tiny, new
0: testament book
1: but it's powerful right here it says yeah. but you beloved build yourselves up in your most holy faith pray in the holy spirit keep yourselves in the love of god waiting for the mercy of our lord jesus christ that leads to eternal life. So there's there's a waiting there, right? Then it says, And have mercy on those who doubt. Save others by snatching them out of the fire. To others show mercy with fear, hating even the garments stained by the flesh. And so when I've looked into that one, it's hating the sin that has entangled the person. The person themselves are in a place of blindness, and Jesus pointed that out. He said, hey, God, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Mm. And in this case, your child, if you see them through that lens and you see all the insecurities they're wrestling with and all this vulnerability behind the scenes, even if the rebellion is coming your way, look past that and look with compassion and hate that sin that Mm. has entangled them and pray for that as you're going in there faithfully every single day yeah. and as you do that you're fighting within the spiritual battle not in the behavioral place because you could get stuck with that rebellious child by mm-hmm. yelling trying to yell it out by, by trying to shame them out of whatever they're doing mm-hmm. but if you look below the surface with compassion and with confidence and you go into that spiritual realm know that there will be there will be some shifts in there that will be, begin to tug your child in a certain direction and pray that their heart is open at the right time to do that. Because, you know, God is knocking every single day on their door and wanting to get their attention. Mm. And sometimes it can be big things, sometimes small things, and hopefully your child has experienced enough softness in there. And I've seen that with Christian kids. That foundation that parents have built really is so, so key for them. When they're in that difficult spot, they go, man... I think I'm tired of this life. Mm -hmm. I'm going to the one that my parents originally taught me about, and they reset to that. So know that you've done your best, and in your imperfection, yes, you have done some things that probably weren't the best, but that has not caused your child's rebellion. That's sin.
0: Mm. Yeah, and our God is sovereign, and He loves your child even more than you do. So I love the the passage you read from Jude, there's an element of mercy here. Mm -hmm. So be a loving, merciful parent. Keep that relationship. You are the only parent they have. Don't trade it for some specified behavioral outcome. Mm -hmm. Just love your child no matter who shows up and uh, no matter how you're feeling
1: about it. And John, if there's been uh, some hurt along the way, and you've been a cause to that, maybe there's alcoholism or other things that created tremendous pain and hurt, ask for forgiveness and repair, and Mm -hmm. you can start that today.
0: Got it. And if you need uh, a little bit more specific uh, advice about your own situation, um, contact our counseling department here to help with the struggle. They are terrific. They're caring. They're trained. They'll listen to you. They'll offer some insights and advice and maybe help you get that conversation started with your child. Uh, We're a phone call away. The number is 800, the letter A in the word family. That's 800-232-6459. And we'll have further details in the show notes. And then for general encouragement in uh, this area of having a struggling adult child, uh, Brenda Garrison has a terrific book. We've referred to it before. It's called Love No Matter What, When Your Kids Make Decisions You Don't Agree With. The title says it all. If it's where you're living, get a copy of this book and get encouraged. Uh, We're making it available for a gift of any amount to the ministry today. So uh, if you can, make a monthly donation to Focus on the Family or a one-time contribution of any amount to Focus. Um, Either way, uh, let us know how you can support us and request that book. Uh, The details are in the show notes. Next time, we'll hear from Courtney Ellis to hear how God helped her through a very tough pregnancy. And for now, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.
2: As a parent, it's easy to find myself sitting backseat to my kids in the backseat.